Hello, and welcome to Morning Manna. My name is Ron, and over the last few weeks, we have been journeying through Hebrews 11, and it's what many people call the Hall of Faith. And they call that because in this chapter, um, the Lord is commending different Old Testament believers um, for their faith. And lately, we have been talking about Abraham and Sarah, and we're back to Abraham today. And um, I just have to tell you, in, in hitting this passage this week, um, this one kind of hit me hard. Um, and it's talking about with the, um, when the Lord tested Abraham uh, with Isaac, his son, and asking him to offer up um, his only son, his only son of promise, up on the altar. And um, it just, it really, uh, I've heard this story before, um, but it really caused me to just... Um, talk to the Lord about it and say, Lord, I, I just, I don't understand if you knew he was going to pass this test anyway, why he had to be tested in this way. And it's always interesting to me whenever I come across these things in his word, um, that he's always faithful to reveal things um, to me um, as I'm praying and as I'm going into his word. Um, he shows me truths in his word um, that I would not have even thought of. And uh, or maybe even been open to listening to. And it reminds me of something that Chuck Smith would say um, before he went to be with the Lord. He would say, um, whenever I'm faced with something that I don't understand or a question about the Lord, um, whenever it's something that I don't know, I always go back to what I do know. And it's good to get into those truths, and we're going to do that today. Um, so before we do that, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Father, that you, um, you are faithful in all things. And Lord, uh, we can put our faith in you. And um, even when we go through those testing times, um, we can trust you with them, Lord, because you were faithful with Abraham and you're going to be faithful with us. So um, just go before us in our time today. Amen. So we are going to start there in Hebrews eleven seventeen, And it says... By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. So here it just lays it right out there. Hebrews eleven seventeen. it says, um, by faith, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, when he was tested by the Lord. And it goes without saying, but I am going to say it, that the Lord's intention was never for Abraham to actually sacrifice his son. Um, but the Lord was, um, and we're going to see, um, uh, part of the reason why the Lord did it was he, he was showing um, and I think he was revealing it to Abraham that that God was the most important thing in Abraham's life. And um, that's that's kind of what the testing process does for you and me. Um, and I think there's a, there's a good there's a good process in that, not that it's fun, but it's good. And um, 
it's interesting that, that Isaac was the only son of promise. And it's very clear it says that, um, that he was his only son. And it's interesting that the Lord wanted him to offer up the very son that would bring the promise. It doesn't make sense. Um, it kind of gets back to that Proverbs, uh, that verse in Proverbs that says, um, not to lean on our own understanding, but we trust in the Lord with all our heart, with all of it. Um, and I think it's also interesting in this passage um, that Abraham, it says there in verse 9, that he considered that God was um, able to even raise him back from the dead. So Abraham's trusting in the Lord fully at this point. He's saying, well, the Lord's asked me to do this, and he's giving me the promise that this is, you know, for one thing, he dearly loves his son, but he's able to still bring this promise through Isaac. So he's even trusting in the Lord that he can bring him back from the dead, which is a lot of faith. And uh, I think that's, that's neat, and so is the Lord. So let's go to that passage in Genesis. And it's uh, Genesis 22, 6. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they both went, so they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. He said, behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. I'm just going to pause here, um, and I think this is an interesting um, uh, part in this story because, um, you know, you have um, Abraham being faithful. Lord asked him to do this thing, and so you just, all you see is obedience from Abraham's part. And so he is just, and as we just read about in Hebrews, he's trusting in the Lord at this time. And um, so Isaac's not sure what's going on here. And so he asks his, his father, um, where is the offering? And uh, I love, love uh, Abraham's response here. And it's, it's prophetic and it's, it's picturing for us the bigger picture. Um, Behold the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for the offering? And Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. And I think that's... Uh, that is a very interesting comment there because not only is he talking that the Lord will provide in this situation, but the Lord's going to provide ultimately. And, you know, I think about the, the harshness of, of what was going on there with this whole picture of Abraham and Isaac. But, of course, that's picturing for us the, the big picture with God and his son. Um, he, he gave his only begotten son, and he was the only one who could... Um, be that offering for our sins. And uh, I, uh, I love it that the Lord provided uh, the lamb for the burnt offering. And I love it that the Lord's giving us a picture of that here with Abraham and Isaac. And again, even though it's a hard thing, but there again, that's one of the truths that the Lord's given to us. When they came to the place, um, this is Genesis 22, 9, when they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid, on, laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. 
But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For I know now that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day on that mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. So here we have it that the Lord does provide um, just as Abraham foretold, and it was, I think that word was given to him. Um, and it's, I think it's a good word for you and me today. The Lord will provide. You know, if there's something that we're holding on to that could be an idol in our lives, anything that we put before the Lord, it's good to remember that we can trust the Lord with that. If he's asking us to lay that down, it's okay, because he will provide he can provide in all circumstances. And so here we are in this Thanksgiving week, and I just uh, hope and pray you have a blessed one. But just um, it's good for us to remember that the Lord's, he is faithful to provide. So pray you have a blessed Thanksgiving week. Thanks.